Welcome back to the Advent Devotional Podcast. We are so glad you are with us here on Tuesday, December 27th. We hope you have had a great Christmas and kind of family and all the traditions that are going on. And just so happy to continue to sit next to Associate Pastor Steve Shum. Hey, Josh. Yeah, it's it's good to be here. It's it's that week between Christmas and New Year, that weird holiday week where everyone's schedule is uh, thrown out the window and nobody even knows what day it is when they wake up in the morning. <laughs> but we're glad to be here uh, with you all with the podcast. And we're glad to have Gretchen Cleves with us uh, again today. Uh, welcome back, Gretchen. Gretchen is a repeat offender. So <laughs> we are glad to have you uh, with us. Uh, and uh, do you want to say, well, you introduced yourself on the podcast earlier. Anything you want to add? Not really. I think uh, most most of the congregation has had to put up with hearing from me several <laughs> times from, in my nah. different capacities. <laughs> well, then we will just, uh, without any further ado, in, uh, invite you to read your scripture and this uh, memory of Christmas, and then we'll have a good conversation about it. Okay, this is from Psalm 148, verse 1. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. In, in my memory, um, it's about family again. Yeah. But uh, my cousin Jim was um, always in my life. He, he was several years older than I, probably 12 to 14, maybe. Um, but anyways when we would have um, family picnics, you know, he would plunk me up on his shoulders and then he was tall, skinny, tall guy. And he'd walk around and I had pigtails and he would hold on to my pigtails. Now, my mom would get really concerned <laughs> because, you know, he was afraid that he'd rip my hair out if I fell. But he did have me he had his arms around my legs, and, but she couldn't tell that at the time. But several years later, um, after he had been through college, uh, he joined the service. And he was in the Army Band, and he was serving in, um, in Germany. He was a percussionist. And every year at Christmas, a name was drawn by every family yeah. member. And uh, my parents probably drew for me. I don't recall that. But Jim got my name, unbeknownst to me, and I excitedly waited to find out what my family gift was going to be because it was always kind of cool, at least back then. That was a long time ago. <laughs> I was stuck, you know, I, I was really surprised when I opened and found that I had received this beautiful wooden uh, carved icon with the Blessed Mary statue inside and if you open the doors of it yeah uh, when you first look at it it kind of looks like a I, doesn't sound like a very wonderful thing but it kind of looks like a bullet a <laughs> uh, wooden bullet but there are little doors on it with a cross and when you open the doors then you see the uh, blessed mary statue and it's all hand carved inside as well but it has a lot of meaning for me now yeah. because my, recently my husband, my cousin passed away about two years ago. And um, I know his children will be listening yeah. to the podcast mm. because I sent the link. So I'm excited that they'll get to hear my remembrance yeah. of that because yeah. I doubt if they know about this at yeah, all. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so, I, you know, it's just another thing that, you know, things like this mean a lot. 
So how old were you when, when you got this gift? And how much older was your cousin Jim? I think I was probably around 10 years okay. old. I'm, I'm thinking about 10 years old. And he would have been probably about 22, 23. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, it's such a great memory. It's such a great uh, uh, gift. Did you appreciate it as a 10-year-old? Uh, uh, I did. Okay. Uh, back then, um, at least in my family, you didn't get a lot of gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got one from your parent yeah. and one from your family. And so, you know, I may have had three gifts, maybe four, if my my one great aunt who... Um, was more like a grandmother to me um, uh, if she gave us something and she probably did, but there weren't piles of gifts like we give Mm -hmm. to the kids nowadays, you know? And so this really meant an awful lot because I knew it was extra special uh, because he wasn't, he wasn't home for Christmas for one thing and uh, that he had taken the time to go out and find something that he felt would be, you know, would mean something to me. And, one of the things that Jim and I were close because he loved music and I love music. Mm. And um, he went to national music camp uh, up in near Lockins. Yep. Yep. And when I was in junior high, I went and uh, I went in a capacity I really didn't want to do, which was play the violin and I didn't do it well. But (laughs) well enough to get in, but I love to sing. And so I got into the chorus as well. And it was a wonderful three month, you know, experience. So from that point, Jim and I were always close. Yeah. You had that connection. We had the connection. Even uh, the last time I saw him at our family reunion, he he was talking about music. Oh, have you heard the whatever, you know, but Mm -hmm. uh, so I have, you know, it's just a really neat connection that I have with the family. And does this ornament hang on the hang on your Christmas tree? It yeah. does. It's not actually oh, it's an a, ornament. It so sits. It sits on my my dresser. Yeah, yeah. And it's always there. It uh, there have been times when I've traveled with it. <laughs> when I uh, was in college, I lived over in Holland for three months with a family, oh, wow. and it went with me. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I like the way these mementos, uh, I mean, much like ornaments, uh, there's something portable that you can take and they remind you of a person, a place, a time, something. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was thinking of that earlier this holiday season uh, when in our house we finally put up uh, our Christmas tree and we're decorating and pulling out all the the ornaments that that we had uh, collected over the years. And as you pull one out, you remember, just like you do with with this uh, a souvenir from Germany, you remember who it came from, what the occasion was, what it what it means. And as we were hanging them and going through the memories and the years, Teddy, who's six now, he said, oh, the Christmas tree is a little like a, a diary, right? And, yeah. and I thought that was, uh, uh, that was something significant. Yeah, Anna is the same way. I've had to adapt to her um, tradition of buying ornaments um, wherever we go. So whatever city we yeah. visit, whatever, um, you know, wherever we kind of have. So we have one from like Columbia Theological Seminary where we both were, you know, all the trips that we do. And that's something that came from her parents, you know, was this idea of Christmas. So we do the same thing of where we look at the ornament, we talk about the memory, talk about, you know, kind of 
what happened, what was the fun. So it's almost like a, you know, Facebook reminder, you know, every year, you know, kind of deal of the biography of your life. Absolutely. And, you know, and so we're excited whenever, you know, Charlie can get to Teddy's age and we can kind of share those stories um, with him. I know we have, uh, when Wes and I, Wes and I will will have been married in in 60 years this Mm. coming February. And our first Christmas was 60 years ago when we were engaged. And uh, I lived in a a one-room apartment, and we decided to get a Christmas tree. Well, it was a Charlie Brown Christmas tree, (laughs) believe me. (laughs) And we went out and bought ornaments. And I still have some of the original ornaments. Mm -hmm. Not too many of them, but I do have. And one of the things my kid and I would always tell the kids, you know, when we were decorating, these were what we started with, and they were gold, green, and red. Hmm. And when my son got married, he said, Mom, uh, can I have one of each of those colors? Mm-hmm. And I said, sure. And then when Beth got married, the same thing. And so uh, they each had their own. Well, my son <laughs> had to report, unfortunately, that one of I guess one of his children um, somehow it got off the tree and it broke. So I did replace it for him. Sure. But it, it's neat to when I when I decorate the tree every year, I think back, you know, 60 years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. So oh, that's exciting. It's, it's, it's not it's nice memories. Yeah. Um, so I did a quick Google search while uh, before we got started and, you know, because I was curious of, you know, how did Christmas ornaments come to and it has a little bit of a tradition with the ornament that you have. Um, it all kind of comes. Uh, it's by this article from Rachel Gould, a brief history of the Christmas ornament, but it started in Germany. And so uh, the Christmas tree, as we know it, you know, 16th century Germany and, you know, kind of the decoration of trees. Um, and so Germans would bring it over whenever they were you know, kind of um, migrating here to America. Uh, so there was a little bit of that, but where it really took off was with um, Queen Victoria yeah. and her German-born husband, Prince Albert, um, so that there was a photo of their tree. And so you would think that it would have to be Prince Albert and his German roots of decorating trees um, that that became kind of this, you know, huge, you know, kind of rush. And then Woolworth, Woolworth's department yeah. store in 1890s. Oh. So <laughs> I have no idea what Woolworth's is. Oh, well, <laughs> that's probably um, true. So, I remember it, though. <laughs> and so uh, they were kind of the first department store to, to really have um, lead and um, blown glass and things like that. So it's a really great article, you know, kind of showing different photos and different pictures on, on the ornaments because you know, how much it centers us. It, it brings us great memories from the past, loved ones that have given us those gifts, uh, memories that we kind of tap into. So it's a really interesting, you know, kind of piece as, you know, we we share recipe cards, we share, you know, kind of family gatherings, but also we have these ornaments, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of get put together. And so it's always, you know, maybe a little bit of an eye roll setting up the Christmas tree and dragging all the <laughs> stuff up from the basement or the the attic, but, you know, as you're kind of putting it together and you're putting it away, you know, everyone's, you know, a little bit sad, you know, to kind of put the Christmas tree away because of just, you know, what it symbolizes and what it means, but also the new memories that you can, you know, kind of hang in the, yeah. in the excitement that you have, of you know, visiting new places and putting those new ornaments on a tree. I know it was our children growing up. Um, I would every year buy an ornament for each of them. 
And so by the time they left home, they had a lot of ornaments. Now, it might have been a soccer ball when they were playing soccer or basketball or, you know, baseball or whatever, but something that had meaning in their life. And so when they, as I said, when they left, I handed them the box and they went, okay, yeah, here's you your Christmas tree decorations. Love it. And they, they thought that was pretty cool, too. Yeah, it's a little starter kit. Yeah, type thing. yeah, that always helps. But uh, you were mentioning the, the German, and I, I was laughing about, well, I wonder if that's where the, the pickle started. Is that, what's <laughs> the pickle? Yeah, what's this, what is the pickle? Well, from what I remember, and, and I could have this completely wrong, but uh, from what I remember is that you would hide, um, there's an ornament, and mm-hmm. it's actually a pickle. Sure. And you hide it in the tree. Huh. And whoever can find it is supposed to have good luck that oh, year. Oh, that's fun. That's the that's the story I got told. Okay. Now whether whether that is correct or not, I have no clue. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> we we risked our lives growing up. We put dime we put a dime in black eyed peas. And if you found the dime, then you had it. <laughs> And I was always sitting there as a kid being like, someone's going to find out the wrong way that they have the dime in their black eyed peas. So um, that was kind of our way of, of good luck. So it was Hoppin' John's, um, collard greens, and uh, black eyed peas together. And then my mom would just drop a dime in the pot. And so, you know, everyone's strategic with how they kind of did it. But I always thought, I was like, we're going to find out the wrong way. Someone found They're going to swallow. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't think uh, swallowing a dime is the best of luck to start out your uh, new year. So so we have that kind of going. <laughs> that is, um, that, that's a little bit, that's a little strong there. <laughs> yeah. Well, Gretchen, thank you so much again for coming back in a second time. Thank you for yeah. bringing uh, this ornament. It is beautiful. It is. Um, and can definitely tell uh, that it means a lot to you, you know, keeping that around and and so thank you so much for, for sharing that uh, with us today. It is, it is beautiful as the memory associated with it is mm-hmm. also beautiful. Yes. Thank so, you. So let us pray. Uh, today's prayer comes from Creighton University and their online ministry. Jesus, in the darkness of these Advent nights, let me be guided by the light of your word. Give us the humility to be led by you and the wisdom to learn from you. We feel your light in our lives and in the world. We are grateful for the Savior who awaits us and eagerly await the time of rejoicing. Let us look forward in hope and turn to you with great trust, knowing you will guide our steps along the unknown path of this day. Amen. Amen. Gretchen, thank you again so much. 